It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Graham Elliott is a critically acclaimed chef, restaurateur, and television personality who co-stars with Gordon Ramsay on Fox's hugely popular Master Chef and Master Chef Junior. Most recently, he began filming his new cable series as host of Craziest Restaurants in America, which began airing on the Food Network this summer. He's traveled to all 50 states in search of the best food America has to offer. And in 2008, his eponymous Chicago restaurant became one of the 15 restaurants in the United States to hold two Michelin stars. Graham, who used to play in a band and is a singer and guitarist in his own right, is the culinary director of Chicago's Lollapalooza. And he lives in Chicago. And he's joining me today on Amy's Table. Welcome, Graham. Thank you. I just want to hang out and listen to you keep rambling about me. <laughs> I'm glad you said about me at the end and not just keep rambling. What would you do if I said now? Could you play a little music for us? <laughs> oh, man. I'd, uh, I'd probably, instead of getting my guitar, go play like Pearl Jam or something and make you think I was really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are really good. Oh, my gosh. I just loved watching you on MasterChef and MasterChef Junior. And it's so exciting. You've got this new show and the book, Cooking Like a Master Chef. A hundred recipes, uh, recipes to make every day extraordinary is so great. As I'm flipping through it, I'm not only just starving, but I'm also inspired. You really do have little flourishes that can help the home cook take their food yeah. from every day to extraordinary. Thanks. I think that the biggest thing is to find dishes that uh, you know have have a commonality and everybody understands and have seen or tasted before, and then to put our own spin on it. So. Things like the Caesar, the stroganoff, the buffalo chicken, um, those are really fun because you see the dish or the recipe or the picture and you're like, hey, I know that. Maybe I can I can copy this and, and put my own twist on it. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, when I think of watching MasterChef and, and sometimes I see people who are trying to, of course, impress you all, they're trying to win the show, but they uh-huh. add flourishes that might be extraordinary but aren't necessarily the right kind of extraordinary. And so if someone was trying to rev up their their daily cooking, you know, sometimes more is not more. Or what suggestions, what mistakes do you think we all make? And, and how do you really do it simply and expertly? Yeah, I think that you kind of unlearn everything you've been shown, you know, and, and go at it realizing that cooking is fundamentally so simple. You're taking something raw, applying heat to it, and making it cook. You know, so whether it's in a a pan, which is just a big hot piece of metal, or an oven, which is just a big, you know, square that has a lot of heat inside, and then learning how to to just coax great flavor out of it, which is usually through seasoning. And, you know, you think as a chef the things that, that help make stuff taste good. And it's salt, maybe it's pepper, probably some butter, olive oil, and uh, and not burning it, and it's just so so easy to do. But I think everyone overthinks it, especially home cooks. They'll look at recipes, they'll end up trying to measure one teaspoon of this and whisk this on super low, and, and you know you you hear these rules and you freak out that you're gonna somehow make a mistake. But if you go into it just like you know what, it's cold out, it's gray. I'm gonna braise the meat today instead of grilling it. I'm gonna reduce the sauce so it's nice and rich, and uh, and make it my own. I think that. It's liberating. It makes you really enjoy cooking a lot more. Yeah. Well, it seems like some people are naturally confident and some people are naturally frightened to death by it. And after all, it Mm -hmm. is just food. But, you know, I once had a winemaker on the show who said, if you really want to get to know wine, try all of one varietal from different countries. 
You know, just mm. stick with a country, go through a whole varietal from there and see see how you can compare and contrast. And I wonder, you know, is that something you would say, okay, let's take a chicken, learn how to roast it, learn how to... I mean, would you suggest anyone go about yeah. it that systematically? I like, I like that idea. Yeah, maybe. You know, I always think if when we create menus at the restaurant, it's let's see the season. Okay, it's fall. So what do you think of with fall? I think, uh, you know, great corn at the end of the season, maybe some tomatoes, squash, pumpkins, uh, spices, cranberries. And now how do we want to prepare that? So like you said, chicken, do I roast it, grill it, gently smoke it, um, you know, uh, slice it really thin, braise it or make a confit out of the leg. And there's a million different routes you can go. And usually no one is any better than the other. Right. You know, that's how I always see it. It's not black and white. It's gray area. However you're feeling, turn it into that. Right. The day, the weather, um, yeah, the season. Think, yeah, totally. And what's in season day might not be in season tomorrow. So, you know, you go in and, and cook however you're feeling. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a really good idea, you know, so that you can use one core ingredient but maybe learn different techniques based around How it. to like really master it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone could put foie gras on truffles and caviar on something. But, but what can you do with, like, the lowly onion? You know, exactly. you make it into a gorgeous caramelized, you know, deliciousness or pickle it. Uh, and serve it against, you know, some kind of raw fish. You can do anything you want with it. Well, you know, those are obviously what you just said, two ways to make dinner extraordinary. And so for a mom who's who's just preparing food for her family, and, you know, I- I'm trying to think, let's take something super basic, mac and cheese, you know. Mm-hmm. How can she take this comfortable, familiar dish she makes her family and make it extraordinary? Well, I guess there's a couple things, you know. Uh, you can either switch out some of the ingredients. So, you know, for my kids, if they're having mac and cheese, you think yellow, orange, you know, kind of cheesy sauce, and then, uh, uh, you know, some kind of elbow noodles. But what if you do rigatoni? What if you do it with spaghetti? What if you change it and do a white cheddar or do, uh, uh, you know, some kind of Swiss? And then you get into the, what do I want to add to it? Pearl onions or roasted mushroom or you know, bits of lobster, you know, uh, whatever you, whatever you're feeling, you go from lowly to super uh, over the top high end. Yeah. So, and then you can say, I want to go old school and make a bechamel and then some cheese on top and and kind of brown it. So it's, you know, this crunchy, you know, gooey mess, or I want to throw butter in at the end and make it just incredibly creamy and rich. So that's what makes food fun. You know, again, starting with something everybody knows and then, However you feel, just uh, going in your own direction. Yeah. You know, I do a buttered crumb topping on my mac and cheese, and I'm sure that you would have a million ideas of how to change up a crumb topping. Yeah, that sounds great. Mm, I love it. That's the thing is, again, it's just, you know, stuff that you eat eyes closed. You know what it is, and it's... uh, soul satisfying. Well, you know, you mentioned your kids and their pictures of them in the book and they're adorable and your yeah. wife is beautiful and just a happy little family. But so what do yeah. they love to eat? What do you come home and cook, cook kid friendly food for the kids? Yeah, I do. And, um, you know, they really like to get into it as far as in the kitchen. And, and, uh, what's funny is you learn that these kids, you know, I have three boys that they're so different, even though they're raised in the same household, uh, they have their own personalities and the, um, the eight-year-old wants to be like the food critic, you know, writer <laughs> kind of person. He's, you know, he uh, loves analyzing things. And then the, the three-year-old doesn't really like to eat a lot, but, um, you know, he, he'll, he'll try some things. But the five-year-old is like head over heels into food. He loves 
getting his hands dirty. He's got his toy kitchen and, uh, you know, his pots and pans and wears a chef coat and thinks of himself as like my, uh, my little assistant sous chef. So it's so fun. So doing breakfast is always great. Um, you know, finding ways to get him excited about food. So you go to the store or the market or wherever, and it's like, look, let's get this beautiful whole fish. And look, this is why it tastes the way it does. Or, you know, what's cool is, um, and not to ramble, but like sometimes when we're eating, if we're eating, say, squid or calamari, it's going on YouTube, showing them videos of what that squid looks like and how they catch it and what it looks like underwater. And then it's like, wow, that's so cool. You know, we're eating that thing. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, like showing where it comes from. And you can do that to cooks, too. Like, you know, we look at saffron. It's $100 for a tiny little bit of it. Well, if you go and look at, you know, Google picking saffron and and find it on YouTube and you see some old lady, you know, in in Spain or Iran picking, you know, hunched over, picking the tiny little pieces out of the flour to make saffron. And you're like, well, that's why it costs that. You know, and so many people don't know where stuff comes from or what it is. I know I love asking kids when you sit down to a meal, let's talk about every single person who had something to do with or touched this food before it got to the table. I mean, trust me, that draws out dinner. (laughs) Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it really does. Well, I just, I truly, there are so many beautiful recipes in Cooking Like a Master Chef. In fact, there are 100 recipes to make every day extraordinary. And, you know, you give very thoughtful feedback to the to the contestants on Master Chef and Master Chef Junior. And so tell me maybe a favorite memory from this show, and then let's talk about uh, the new show, too. Yeah, I think all my favorite memories from... MasterChef probably come from the the junior show now with the kids because to see how talented they are. They are. You know, like we thought, oh, it'll be fun. You know, everyone loves to watch kids and they're cooking. But we didn't know they were going to be able to come in and rock out fresh pasta like day one. You know, it was like, oh, we we literally, you know, Gordon, we're, we're talking. And it's like, we need to make this harder because they're easily as good as the adults. They're just smaller. Yeah. So. They amaze you know, me. Those are, those are the things I learn. You know, you kind of, you know, find the the innocence of cooking and not being afraid or intimidated and why you cook. Um, it's not just for fame or exposure or money, but, you know, the joy of it. Mm-hmm. These kids don't even know what the prize is. They're just, you know, they, they come in just to have fun. And I think that's very eye-opening. Yeah, I heard an interview recently about a, a very elderly ballerina, and, and apparently as a young child, she simply could not not dance. I mean, she, like, danced mm-hmm. through her days, and I see that in some of those kids. It's like, they can't not cook. That It's just coming right out of them, and I think that's so exciting. Oh, of course, you can find the craziest restaurants on the Food Network, and Master Chef and Master Chef Junior are so amazing, and this book is, too, Cooking Like a Master Chef, 100 Recipes to make the everyday extraordinary by Graham Elliott. And Graham, thank you so much for joining me on Amy's Table. Absolutely. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q.